Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats are at it again. They know that the midterms are coming up and they know it's going to be bad. They know they're going to lose. They know black people are so upset with them right now and they can't even use their little catchwords, buzzwords. They can't, they don't have a boogeyman this time. You know, they don't have Trump. They don't have him. They don't have no Republican figure to scare black people to go out and vote for them. And you remember when we did a podcast about Elon Musk, um, getting Twitter and we had some people that showed up in the, in the chat and even some people I know that they say, well, why? I mean, I don't care about that. Why, why should we care about that? Well, Biden cares about it. The Democrats care about it. So that means you should care about it. Whatever happens in this country is going to affect you one way or another. It may not affect you today, but it's going to affect you tomorrow. And if I'm presenting content to you is something that you should be thinking about and you should care about. Now we know that Elon Musk in a hostile takeover, let's call it what it is. He ended up acquiring Twitter. He made an offer that they couldn't refuse. And oh, we know as we reported that the left wing went crazy. They lost their mind. Uh, Biden and them lost their mind. Oh my God. If people are allowed to have free speech on an internet platform, America's going to end. Because as we stated before, that the left wing Democrats, authoritarian Democrats, as we call them, um, have always had a monopoly on these platforms. And so it's dangerous for them because now Elon Musk say, well, I'm gonna let y'all know what the algorithm is saying over here. See, why is that important? Cause it lets you know what keywords are put into these algorithms to suppress content. You understand? So if he was to actually reveal what they're putting into the algorithms to suppress content, we know those same keywords is spread to other tech platforms. So this is why they're nervous. Now, Barack Hussein Obama, before we can get into the meat of what we're talking about, there's a clip that was posted by former representative Tulsi Gabbard out of Hawaii. And she posted this clip and she said that after Obama made this particular speech, I'm gonna let you hear six days later, they came out with the disinformation government governance. I'm sorry. Uh, board, but let's roll that short clip. Now, the good news is, is that almost all the big tech platforms now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms, and they're investing in large teams of people to monitor it. Given the sheer volume of content, this strategy can feel like a game of whack-a-mole. Still, uh, in talking to people at these companies, I believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages in hate speech, encourages violence, or poses a threat to public safety. They genuinely are concerned about it. They want to do something about it. But while content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough. So the question is, He's a former president of the United States. Why does he care so much? Why does it sound like he's actually the president the way he's talking? 
So Obama said this and six days later, they, the department of Homeland security creates this disinformation governance board. Now to have a disinformation governance board in the United States of America is a ministry of truth is something right out of George Orwell's 1984. It is. The constitution says people have freedom of speech, whether you agree with that speech or not. And this should concern all Americans here. All whoever listens to this podcast, this actually will affect you. Now they, they not even saying what's disinformation and what you're going to do about it. If you find it. So that's always the key. Okay. What you going to do about it? Because you have to understand this is the department of Homeland security here. This is a law enforcement agency that watches the homeland, right? So why is it that he created this within a law enforcement agency? Now, of course, there's been a lot of backlash to this and a lot of people are very upset, but secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is a mention of creation on the board in multiple congressional hearings uh, last week. It's a in one and say he linked it to efforts to combat misinformation from human smugglers. You're lying. And we know this in another, he said it would be used to counter Russian cyber and election misinformation. He said, we, we have just established a mis and disinformation governance board and department of Homeland security to more effectively combat this threat, not only to election security, but to our Homeland security. Now they say in a mid growing anti-citizenship fervor, they said, now they want to say on the right. No, everybody in this country don't like censorship. Okay. Now they said that people are feeling that this supposed to be suggesting that this initiative amounts to policing speech That's exactly what it is. Okay. Now they also question the fitness of the board's executive director, Nina Jankowitz. They say who has in the past supported Democrats praise efforts to crack down on, on uh, the virus misinformation on social media and express skepticism about the prevalence of Hunter Biden's laptop, which they prove was an actual story. And it was true. Now, Senator Josh Hawley said, rather than police our border, Homeland Security has decided to make policing American speech its top priority. Yeah, because the border is, is, is horrible. It is horrible. It is in the best interest of every uh, American citizen that that border gets secured. But that's not what they're worried about because they're worrying about power. They're worried about elections. And they can't have you out here speaking freely especially you black people. You cannot think for yourself. You have to accept what the Democrat party tell you to think. Now let's get into this woman, Nina Jankowitz here. There's a video put out by her that that's going around social media. Maybe some of you have seen this already, but this is your executive director of the board, Nina Jankowitz. I want you to watch this real quick. Bullying is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. 
It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So this information's origin seems slightly less atrocious. <laughs> Yeah, that's who Biden, that's who Biden puts in charge. Okay. That's who he put in charge. A woman that's about what, 32 years old, between 32 and 33. Let's talk about her background a little bit. So she attended Brian Mara college saying she double majored in Russian and political science. So she attended a semester at Hergson state Peridago university of Russia. It's a in Russia in 2010, but she's so much as an expert on Russian disinformation, but yet she attended a semester at a Russian school. Now she graduated in 2011. They say in 2017, she's a Fulbright fellow. Okay. Now Fulbright program and say is one of the several United States cultural exchange programs with the goal of improving intercultural relations, cultural diplomacy and intercultural competence between the people of the United States and other countries. Now she was in Kiev. Now where is Kiev? Kiev is in Ukraine. If you were following that, so she was in Ukraine working with the foreign ministry of Ukraine. You understand? So she also served as a disinformation fellow and say at the Woodrow Wilson, um, international center for scholars and say, and a supervisor of the Russia and Belarus programs at the national democratic Institute that claims a nonpartisan. She's the author of two books, how to lose the information war and say, and how to be a woman online as contribute uh, to the Washington post and New York times say on October 15, 2020, Jankowicz testified before the United States house, a permanent select committee on intelligence concerning online misinformation in April, 2022, she was selected to head the disinformation governance board. As we have said here, um, of course, a lot of people, um, they said called her out about, you know, she was one of the people to help suppress the Hunter Biden story that later came out to be true. Now, I, I just, I just got a question about this. This lady is just, she's an operative, literally. She's a Democrat operative. She's not nonpartisan, but it's not even about her and her silliness here that, that she, you know, she's been in Russia. She's been in Ukraine. She was, she did a semester of school in Russia. I mean, so how is she going to be talking about Russia so much? And yet she was over there, right? If Russia was so bad, why did you do a semester of school in Russia? I'm just trying to figure that part out. It doesn't make sense to me. So as we continue, um, a lot of other Republican senators, uh, Senator Rob Portman offers some, he say a, a more toned down skepticism, citing his own work on combating foreign misinformation. I do not believe the United States government should turn the tools that we have used to assist our allies counter foreign adversaries onto the American people. Our focus should be on bad actors like Russia and China, not our own citizens. So there are a few details what the board would do. DHS hasn't issued many specifics, including whether or how much it will monitor disinformation from our own citizens and whether it would do any amount of policing. Okay. Now say under questions from Democrats, Mallorca said the board was part of an effort whose goal is to bring resources of the department together to address this threat. 
And it says citing uh, misinformation disseminated to Spanish speakers in a separate hearing. He said he mentioned it briefly as part of efforts to combat Russian misinformation. Listen, this Russia, 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 Russia crap. We went through that lie last time. Okay. Russia, this Russian dossier, Russia, 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 and it all come out to be a freaking lie. Okay. Now here you come again, you know, with this, this Russia crap, but let me tell y'all what it is. So, so, so you heard Obama, he come out saying that the, the platform's not doing enough. So, you know, now the government is going to step in and they're going to do it for them. Okay. Um, what it is is that the Democrats have lost control of the narrative and they know that you and me don't listen to the mainstream media. We don't care what they say. They have they're not effective. They know even, even their, you know, shucking and jiving sellouts are not effective. They know this. And when Elon Musk bought, you know, Twitter and he threatened, you know, the little narrative they could control. We, we seen the narrative they controlled during the time of the pandemic. Anybody mentioned anything outside of the official narrative, their pages were gone immediately on these platforms. And I know these platforms are pressured by the Biden administration to do that. Cause it's interesting how the censorship got much uh, tougher when uh, Jim Crow Joe got into office. But the problem is that y'all, you know, especially black people too, y'all not listening to the Democrats like they used to. You're not, you're not saying that you're going to be enthusiastic to go out and vote for them. And since they can't control the, you know, the narrative, they say, you know what, we're going to just take the nuclear option because this is a, a move in desperation. Do you understand that the Biden administration and the Democrats are desperate at this point. They're desperate. They're going to this kind of links to try to control how you think, how you speak and how you vote. I mean, they're doing things that's so bad that when I seen this, I said, man, now y'all about to make me now before I was talking about actually, you know, say, Hey, okay, shoot. I ain't vote for nobody. But what, what this is doing, man, you making me agree with the Republicans on this one. Seriously. I'm like, man, like I say Biden is so bad. He about to make me go out and vote for Republican at this point. Seriously. I mean, because you're literally trying, and I know, listen, what they're doing is going to affect black people the most. I know this. Please don't look at this. It's like, oh, I don't care about that. I, you know, I ain't worried about that. I don't be on Twitter. I don't be on this. I don't be on that. Ain't about you being on Twitter. Okay. Because what they're trying to do is protect their power right now. And because you not listening to the mainstream media, you don't listen to them. You ain't worrying about none of it because you, you actually thinking for yourself for a change. Okay. They're desperate to try to get back in control of the narrative. And they're saying that, okay, we're going to create a whole, uh, wing in the department of Homeland security to get back in control of the narrative and you know, good and well, how they going to do it. They're going to use the power of government to pressure these people, you know, these social media platforms and intimidate people. Cause that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to say, Hey, you know, you put not disinformation, you know, against, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. They didn't define what disinformation was. They didn't define to say what they going to actually do about it. If they find it, they didn't do any of that. They trying to say, oh, well, we just putting this together because of, you know, 
uh, people giving wrong information to migrants, uh, newsflash, those people are not even in this country. And most of the communication happened on Telegram and WhatsApp. Okay. You can't use that board against them. Maybe against Facebook. Cause this is another thing. Okay. Now the department of Homeland security has a disinformation governance board. Who's to say now you're going to subpoena a Facebook and say, Hey, anybody mentioning this keyword, send us that information to that person. We want to read what they are saying. And see, they did that to compel social media companies to give up your information more than what they give up to them. Now, you understand what I'm saying? The Democrats are desperate. They're desperate. And it's showing right now that not only they're going to lose, it's like, it's going to be in epic proportions at this point when they going to go to this point. Now we've seen Obama and Obama is had, he definitely have his hand in that administration. He make the speech and six days later, all of a sudden this disinformation government board come out. He's saying, talking about they don't do enough. Well, well, Barack Obama, what more do they need to do, sir? What, what more do they need to do? Maybe you should have done more as president. That's probably what you should do for black people, but you didn't do that. But you want, but what you, you are out of office, but here you come. I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all on this microphone right here on my podcast. I told y'all that when Obama, they, he's back out. I say he about to do something. I told y'all you can go back to that podcast that I made when I talked, when I made one about Obama and I said, he is out here to finesse and do something and doggone it. Now we know what it is. We know what it is to push mass censorship on the American people. They don't want you talking about Ukraine and Russia. They don't want you talking about, they don't want you doing even reporting on that. I'm talking you reporting just evenly on both sides. They don't want you to do that. Well, what, what, what channel got, they, they got a, a strike behind that. Uh, we on, that's a pretty big channel out of uh, India and they had to fight, but they, but they got, they got the strike taken off because they was making even reporting on Russia. So, so, so we look at how the Democrats have moved. Even with that Russia situation, you, you, you just cut them off of everything. I mean, like you want to, okay. Doing something to Putin is one thing, but you're going to hurt people in Russia. Average people that's working every day in Russia. And they're, you know, like saying the people in Russia ain't got the average person ain't got money like that. So you hurt the Russian people and they do all that to try to force a, a revolt against the leader to get them out. That's what they do. So you hurt the citizens of a country to do this. That's what those sanctions do. They don't hurt the leaders. The leaders don't care about no sanctions the, the, you hurt the people of that nation. I say, wow, look what they doing. They removing them from this, taking this from them, demanding American companies come out of these, these places. I'm like, really? What that wall got to do with anybody else? Then our tax dollars funding that and anybody that heavily criticize that you go have problems. You know what I'm saying? It's like this ministry of truth. There's this propaganda board. Cause that's all it is. You, you, you want to talk about Kim Jong-un. You want to talk about a uh, uh, Xi Jinping out of China. Listen, the democrat party isn't the democrat party. They are the democrat communist party now. Just like they got the Chinese communist party. They're the democrat communist party because this board is communism. This is not what America is about. This is not about uh, trying to control what people say. Like in China, they control what you say. They censor the internet. You know, they, they, they censor apps. You can get on your phone. 
You know what I'm saying? They'll censor people you can call. They censor everything in China because they're communists. Well, now we're looking at the rise of the Democrat Communist Party with this disinformation governance board. What are you afraid of? People are grown enough to make their own decisions, whatever that may be, what people choose to listen to. And if somebody go out and commit a crime, you go stop them and you charge them and arrest them. But you can't control how people think. Do you realize these, these Democrats, the Democrat communist party, that's what I'm gonna call them now. Cause you know, I mean, this is the moves they're making. I'm not just coming up with this stuff out of my head just to be saying it. Okay. All this, I'm gonna shut, shut down your speech. I'm against the constitution of the United States. I'm against, I'm a, you are, you know, in many ways they're against the constitution. The constitution is talking about upholding the laws of the land and not upholding that on the border. I'm here in Texas. All these people flooding into the, into the state flooding in here. Greg Abbott got to go sit down there and put, put a, um, use the national guard to try to stop these people. They just had a brother die the other day down there trying to save those migrants that were drowning in the Rio Grande river, a young brother. I think he was like 22, 23. He's not worried about that, but he's worried about controlling your speech, controlling your thoughts. And, and you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, look where America is descending folks. Look at where it's descending and it's descending fast. This is why I'm a proponent of half options. Get your passport, get it for you, your children, get it. I'm not telling you what to do, where to go, how to do it. I'm I just, you know, my position and any of you anti-Africa people, well, you stay here and watch what's going to happen because this place is going down fast. This is, this is something, this is something right out of communism. This is the, and they've been on the Democrat communist party. They've been on that, but now they just really just broke the mold. They say, look, we, we's going to go all for broke. Now we just, just going to go all for broke. What it seems like to me, they envy, they envy China. They, they would love to tell us what apps we can download and what, what sites we can go on. And you know, they want to do that. And then they lie and say, oh, well, you know, it's cause you know, protecting the homeland. Oh, okay. So listening to Riza Islam or minister Farrakhan or Alex Jones or whoever censoring them. I'm just throwing some names out there. Censoring them irritated genie. They censor him a lot because he calls out that agenda that's in this country against our people and, and, and our children. You know, the agenda I'm talking about censoring people like irritated genie right? Came keep a page up. That's to protect me. No. What are they saying that we need to hear that you're afraid of? Say so been, it been on that, that Democrat communist party crap. And we, as a people in this country better wake up because all of us going to be in trouble, especially black folk, black folks stop playing. You play too much, get your act together. Look at your family, figure out what you're going to do. You got, you got cartons of eggs. Like my wife went got the, the, uh, the two, uh, the thing, 36 counts of eggs, $9 when something used to be freaking three, four, you get the big, the big, uh, box of eggs, 
Now it's $15. I'll tell my wife, shoot, we might as well go get us some chickens and, 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 and let them start laying eggs. I ain't got to pay for no eggs. Shoot. I'm like, I mean, it'd be cheaper to go buy, uh, put up a chicken coop and, uh, get some chickens and, and everything and let them lay them eggs every day. Shoot, man. We have more eggs than what we need. I'm just saying it's, it, I mean, it's getting that, that bad in this country. Like I said, why should I go have to go get a whole chicken coop? I don't want to fool with no animal like that. So, so yeah, this, this place is spiraling down quick. And I told y'all, I don't know why when I said it, it's like, man, it's happening. I said ever since the 400 year mark at 2019, when we talked about our, 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 the 400 years and even, even in the scriptures, it teach you will go to a land that's not your land and be in bondage for 400 years. And then after that comes the judgment. And ever since 2019 brothers and sisters, it has been calamity in this place. Calamity. It's only been really a good, maybe two or three years or so. Now it's been utter chaos. And what I want to say to you, since a lot of you believe you talk about, you read the Bible, a lot of you, there's a precedent in the Bible for God's people to always be delivered from judgment and not suffer that you go all the way back to the flood. Then people were wicked. And he said, Noah build, build that ark, get them animals in here. I'm, I'm, I got to clear it out. I'm, I'm not reforming it. I'm going to judge it. Okay. Then you go to Egypt. Hey, Moses, get, get your people, get them across that red sea to that promised land. I'm not reforming Egypt. I'm, I'm judging it. I'm putting plagues on it. Sodom and Gomorrah. That's another one. I, I I'm not here to, I'm not here to reform Sodom and Gomorrah. Get your stuff and get out of here. And don't look back. It's many times in the Bible and even don't the scripture teach that, 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 that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And God changed not. I know a lot of y'all have said that. So if there's a precedent for with God himself, that when it's time to judge a place, he's not going to reform it. Who in the hell are a lot of people here thinking this place is going to be reformed? It's too much blood in the soil. I mean, e I mean, what has been done to our ancestors and, and other people too, but definitely our ancestors. I really believe God knows what he's doing by allowing these things to happen and then and, and allowing you not to be comfortable. Because you will still be in bondage if he don't judge this place for, for, for what they have done. I don't want y'all to be like the people in the time of Noah when, when the floods was coming. Hey, let us in the boat. Would you, man, come on, let us in. See, some of y'all are going to be them people because you're hard-headed. When things start going down, man, uh, Brother Phil sure talking about all this stuff happening. Man, what? Man, where can I go now? Why be in that position when you're being warned? You see what's happening. You see what's happening. Then you got the I ain't African people. Well, you know, white people ain't African and they, they stay on the plains more than, man, the plains full of white folk going to Africa all the time. 
They ain't African. It ain't got no problem being there. You got African DNA for in, in you for millions and millions of years. The oldest people on the planet, but you shame to be an African. Okay, I, I guess you want you want to whatever. Fine. But don't be trying to get in the boat when that flood come. Don't be trying to get on the plane all of a sudden when, when things collapse. You ain't got no food. You don't have nothing. But, but people been warning you behind. They've been warning you. I've been warning you. I've been warning. I'm like John the Baptist in the wilderness warning you of what's about to come. You see what's, what's coming down the line. You see what these people are doing. They're literally descending into communism. And you know we're going to be affected more by that than any other group. You know this. But the problem is with black people, you hard-headed. You are stiff-necked people. You're stubborn. And your stubbornness and your stiff neck is, is, is why you're going to suffer some things that you should not be suffering. Those who have an ear, let him or her hear what I am saying. Prepare thyself. Prepare thy family. For the days of darkness and turmoil is coming and it's not meant for you. It's meant for the white supremacist. But if you do not move when the water is troubled or not hear and heed the message that's coming to you, don't cry or complain when you in the thick of it. Because even some people that may try to keep you here who benefit from keeping you here. Actually, I, we, I've talked about that before. There are people that benefit keeping you oppressed. I told you about that. Those same people got passports. Those same people are doing good financially. And those same people will be right in Africa with me. The same people, the joy reads and all of them. Hey, they got their passports and they got their money and it gets tough. They out of here. They're going to leave you right here. But it's your choice. What you choose to do. I'm just trying to warn my brothers and sisters. I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to do what the Lord called me to do. And he called me to warn you of the coming days ahead and it's not going to be good. So prepare thyself. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. Greatly appreciate it. Um, make sure you subscribe that way you find out when we post the next podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Podcast. Click the like button. That's very, very important. That where you help us spread the video in the algorithm. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you leave us a love offering. Greatly appreciate that. And I know you can go to many podcasts and other shows, um, on the internet and you came here. We greatly appreciate that. We, we honor you for taking the time to listen to our message. I know our message at times is tough to hear, but I have been, you know, it's been coming to me that I need to rattle your cage and I need to go a little bit harder at times on y'all because, um, what's coming ahead. I don't want to be somewhere else seeing what's going on and feeling horrible because some of you chose not to listen. Some of you chose at minimum, get your passport at minimum, get your passport. Then you got options at that point. Get your passport. You can't think about nothing without a freaking passport. Go to that mail, uh, go to the postal service, um, get, take your birth certificate and, and, and go fill out the paperwork. 
Go pay for it and get your passport. Get your children their passport. Children, you can uh, get their passport uh, for five years um, when they're small. Every five years, you have to renew it. And then when they get, I think, 16 or so, then it transfer over to 10 years. So get your children their passport. My children have their passports, all of them. Okay. So, um, my son, he's the only one left. I got to get passport for, I got his birth certificate. Um, uh, when he come over, uh, when he's out of school, I'm gonna take him to the courthouse, get his that way. I make sure he got, you know, he's the only one because my son really, you know, he don't live with me and all they live with his mom, but I'm taking care of that situation with him. Um, very shortly because I don't want him to be in a position where I say, Hey, come on, come on, you know, uh, come on over here with me. Uh, cause this situation's not good. Understand what I'm saying? Cause y'all don't, y'all know nothing about food shortages and fuel shortages and all y'all know nothing about that. Y'all don't. And if those days come, a lot of you not prepared. So thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen, and see you next time.